they never they've been doing this for a while but again with just all college kids so now we're opening them up to something different and they were kind of like i feel like a little bit especially craig was like infatuated with um like being around us mm -hmm. like i was telling um jasmine like a quick thing that happened when we was in alabama we ordered a uber and the lady was like you know you all got to sit in the back seat and so the three of us got in the back seat and we didn't think anything of it and the white guy goes like craig is like man putting us in the back seat i'm not surprised and look where we're at right and i was just like damn and i remember like Cordero, the black guy, he was just so calm. He looked out the window and he was like, he was like, man, white people always go the hardest, you know? And it was just this thing. But it was also too during that trip where like, I was like, I got to do something different. Like I was like, I was crying oftentimes because I was like, I forgot so much shit. I guess like when you're in survival, it's just easy to just forget shit, you know, and just keep on going. So it was like this thing I was like remembering like all these pieces that happened and about myself. And I was like, I feel stuck. Like I like basically called Ken and I was like, I had to tell you, like, I'm dying of depression inside. Like I need to like figure this out. Mm -hmm. Well, something and this is a little bit of a tangent, but something I remember talking about during Road Trip Nation for you, mm -hmm. which I think played into your growing disenchantment with the movement was mm -hmm. like. You know, the movement is like, nobody's free until we're all free, abolition for everybody, and like this kind of like, um, uh, granting everybody freedom mentality. And Road Trip Nation, you started going into men's prisons and seeing male crimes that were so much more severe and intense. And I think that maybe i'm correct me if i'm wrong but like also given what had happened with your ex like a lot of like the the trauma of that and knowing that the women that were with you in jail were often like victims of a man's crime like you know totally unfairly put there but then like you're suddenly have to suddenly having to sit across from like a rapist or you know whatever it yeah, is what it yeah and you're it's it's you're you're like oh i don't align with these values yeah it wasn't that and that was like the thing i think we should play like a a theme of like because i think it also plays in like cancellation and canceling people or whatever it wasn't that like i hated these people i was just fucking confused mm -hmm. like here i was i see this man who he is for today and then i don't even most of them i didn't even know their crimes and then all of a sudden i would get their paperwork and they're like did some fucked up shit to a child or like i don't see their paperwork and they break down I'm like yeah i was just raping them and this and the other but then it was like but they were like then they'll break down it was like i was raped too when i was younger and i was battling myself it was like all these things wow. but then wow. when i was in prison like one of the worst parts was um I didn't know that so many women had been violated and it seemed like every single person around me had been violated. But the thing is, is that all the resources going to the men's prison, no one was coming into the women's prison. Right. So we're like trying to save them. So I was like, I can't like just keep on like no disrespect to y'all and everything, but I can't just keep on giving myself away like over here when I know this shit is happening over there. Right. So.
London, was that at Ahimsa or was that at Roadship Nation? Uh, that was at Ahimsa, but I was probably Jasmine's connecting it because I was working at, at Ahimsa when I was on Road Trip Nation. Mm. Okay, got it. What is Ahimsa? Well, a restorative okay. justice organization I was working at gotcha. to go inside of prisons. Gotcha. gotcha. So you were working in a restorative justice place where you went back into prisons? Yeah. How long did you do that? Men's prisons. Uh, fuck a year. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not what you... And how, how long after you'd been released did you do that? Um, for me, it was like, what, like almost two years, but I could have went in sooner. That is trippy to get paroled, to leave prison and then have a job going back into prisons. Well, that's what most people now in California do, that they like hire them and like people get out of prison and then they go back in. So like Richie Reseda, like he has an organization, like a story type of thing or and like male patriarchy. <laughs> And then, like, the guys get out of prison, and then a lot of them go back in to like, teach. bonkers. I think that I'm pitching that that's your job. Because so, it's, it's funny and fucked up mm-hmm. and not funny. It's mm-hmm. all of those yeah. things. It's like you get paroled, mm-hmm. and the only job you can get is go back is in the prison. <laughs> you go back to prison. <laughs> yeah, and so then by like season two, when you're actually not in prison anymore, like, cause you're still kind of in prison, you're in the halfway house or going to prison. Yeah. And then every now and then you're on the street by season two when you're not in prison anymore. It's like, yeah. oh, how do I, that's when you kind of start to live a little bit, maybe yeah. even, you know, or like really experience life. That's crazy. Well, I guess too, it's like, <laughs> I guess it's worth talking about like what kind of fame we're building towards and if it's only through the activism like the Richie model you know because like yeah I think that'll help us sort of like see where everything goes um is that what you guys are thinking like that we're that the season two making money that kind of thing is from is only from the identity of being formerly incarcerated I think it's kind of brilliant yeah, great. Because it's interesting too, because it seems like the people who are most famous in the movement are the Richies who are like, like I think it's called feminist prisons or something. I have to look it up, but they're like real transformative justice folks. So it's like, it's really, like you're not gonna like get the kind of fame they're all getting really, unless they're like, for, like his whole brand, he has a brand called Forgive Everyone. Right. Um, and, right. <laughs> like, and he sells all these clothes, and yeah. And so I just think it's like he's really capitalizing on this thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I was which is saying, like, which is kind of in line with the sort of Kim Kardashian thing that you were kind of you know looking to incorporate. It yeah. kind of is that because that's what she does. Oh, really? You know, she just films herself, a version of her life that, you know, is, that's kind of, I guess, probably her life, because that's a lot of her time. Yeah. Um, you know. I, it's, a, it's a funny progression of society when we went from, like, exploitation of body and self to mm-hmm. exploitation of feelings and emotion and experience. 
as as currency. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's so true. And that's yeah, it's it's trippy. Like how many I know I know people very well who um, this is gonna sound like a, a judgment attached. And I don't. I mean, I think there probably is one a little bit, but <laughs> if I'm being honest, in this instance, there's but who like. But I also understand, like, what else are you going to do with it? Might as well do something with it. Capitalize off your trauma. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You might as well. You're gonna, what else are you going to do with it? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, might as well get some kind of, some money off of it. I mean. But that's right. why, like, those story, like, because everybody's fucking doing this um, confessional shit. You know? So it's no longer, to me, like, art. You're like, it's like... It's so boring. It's so fucking boring because everybody's doing it. And it used to be like, oh, wow, that's a crazy story. Everyone's got a crazy story. Yeah, yes. yeah, it's true. And there is like a cat, like a currency and the victim being a victim is a currency now. Yep. So that's 100 percent. Yep. I love that. Actually, oh, sorry. No, you go. You go. Well, two things that bouncing off what you said, that was something also too in Road Trip Nation. Where, like, when I was telling you, like, the guy was, like, uh, like passing the courthouse. And he's like, there was a people that take my life. And he, like, shot two people. And I was like, one of the things that was, like, really a thing for me at that time, I was like, I'm more than just going to prison. I was like, I want to use, I was like, I don't, like, I, I was also okay with using my trauma to get, but I, didn't, I want it to be for something greater. Mm-hmm. Like... And then it was also too like what Richie Reseda and everything. One of the things I like, say, for instance, in our interview, when Richie Reseda is like talking about like feminism, like, you know, whatever, like men doing this and this and the other. And I was like, well, what do you think? Why do you think that there's been a, um, a, a, a 85% increase in the female population within the last decade? And I'm like, all of a sudden, like, grilling him. He's like, I don't know. He's like, how do you think we should be able to help women? Why do you think it's fair, like, that most of the resources, even men who or people who call themselves feminists and everything, but what they do is they seem to always, like, go help the men still, but they're feminists, right? And, um, and supplying all the resources, but also still trying to talk about, like, male patriarchy and everything while you're leaving this whole population still like underserved right and he was just like looking at me like I don't know like I'm gonna ask you right why and I think that maybe that could be something in Dottie's character too that like she's getting like the like 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 hello the women are here too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely that's a great that's a great idea I think Frankie has said that too that's a great idea yeah well just cause it's like I don't know, you're like every, like what you were saying, every woman has had some kind of sexual abuse, a lot of them anyways, or like whatever, like in terms of like some trauma that then leads to whatever behavior, or whatever fracture that then can leave them more vulnerable and then leads them like, you know, just connection to some man or whatever not to say that people aren't responsible for their actions but like it's just like there's such a like it's such a backward like 
whatever, we don't need to get into my, like, utopia of, like, a, a matrifocal society, but, like, I just... <laughs> I was like, we'll go out and get drunk and we'll, like, talk about that. <laughs> um, okay, so that's great. I, I, this is all so great. I mean, it sort of seems like bigger picture for the pitch. Like, do you think you guys, it's like, okay, we have... Three amazing, like we got three amazing seasons planned out. Whoa! And season, yeah. We we don't know three yet. I think we did do three. three. That's true. That's we don't know three at all. Okay. We didn't even. We always said was that she goes, she ends up in prison. But oh no, you have that. I you should. Did you tell Frankie that? Not yet. I didn't get a chance. Okay. So we remember yesterday we were like, why does she go back into prison? Yeah. And then we said in season two, you're like, what if she does reach the success that she's like. She thought it was like the answer to all, but then she still feels like incomplete. Like this is this wasn't it, right? So she maybe the fines and if we keep the fines and fees thing in there, maybe the fines and fees like like literally follow her throughout all the seasons. But now, like say for instance in season two, she actually gets she makes the success where she can actually pay her fine, right? However, it's like when Ken was fighting his motion and he did it for seven years, one of the things he did is looked up every single like case study within his like his situation so they couldn't rebuttal like, oh, you did this for this case, this and the other, this and the other, blah, blah, blah. And so which helped him win his, you know, his case. So you know how like, like oftentimes you'll see like white men who like damn near like still like a billion dollars and get like eight years or like a year whatever the case but i was like locked up with so many women who like stole like a million dollars or whatever and get like 20 years right so what if uh dotty once she gets the money what if she finds a case or something like that and instead of like giving up her money because she found a case where like a guy he didn't pay his fine so they sent him back to prison and then like once he was released it was his fine was relinquished because he went back into prison at the violation so it was cleared after that so instead of giving the government her money she decides like fuck that like in order like also like a fuck you to the government i'm not gonna give you my money she that's why she goes to she hides the money and goes back in for a year doesn't pay the fine so she can come out and keep the money that she made as a celebrity. Okay, I see. So instead of being like, here's, like we were saying, it was two million or a million, whatever. She finally has made that, like sort of on principle. She's like, I'm, but doesn't she, isn't she still going to owe it? What am I missing? She hides she it. So she, no, but so she, like she oh, hides the money. She does the time. Yeah. Which, which. Uh, gets rid um, of the fine. Uh, yeah, gets rid of the uh, fine. Genius. It's fucking genius. That's what that's Mike, uh, <laughs> Mike, It's genius. It's genius. It's yeah, perfect. It's so a good. it's a great. And yeah, now it's great. just a matter of figuring out what ha, what else is happening in season three that you know mm-hmm. what she finds like. And that I think we probably don't need to necessarily just spitball. I think it'll probably come out naturally from. What she's looking for in one and two that doesn't, you know, like she 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 learns a little bit in one. Like, okay, security's not enough. That's the sort of lesson in one and two. It's it's that I guess celebrity's not enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's got to be like celebrity and money and material that said yeah. that felt so yeah. important to her, that's so unreachable. Oh, it doesn't give her happiness. 
But then we haven't even talked about love yet. We haven't talked about love yet. Maybe that, and maybe that's something that she's struggling with one and two with. And in three, she starts to figure that out and really probably figures out that, you know, just all the ways that she's, you know, not attracted it, not been ready for it, not, you know. Does that come from her, like, well, in season two, start pulling the mask off and, like, stop, like, trying to mimic everybody else But doesn't she her? put the mask on in season two? Yeah. She puts the mask on in season two. To go into Hollywood. To, like, just blow up. You oh, know, to okay. like so to, she shifts her mask. I think, I think probably she takes off the mask in season three. She probably, oh, like... Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, and also, like, there's this whole source of pain that we've talked about of self-protection because that love thing led to you going inside. So right. it's sort of like, yeah. you know, let's right. feel it out. Let's try this kind of love. Let's try this kind of love. And then you really got to risk all and be vulnerable and bear all and like confront your darkest shit to be so intimate with somebody. So maybe that's what we say. Yeah. 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 It, it feels like her fame in season two has to come still with a with a sense of ownership from somebody else whether it's a boss or a something and then season three it's like full freedom it's like I don't need it's Beyonce leaving her dad as the manager and owning all of her own publishing it's like it's like you can have like you're famous, but you still have to like answer to somebody or you still have like a connection to a bigger thing. And then stepping out and just having your own maybe feels like part of it. Now, remember, I love that. And remember our last conversation when we were on Zoom? Shark, it was you that kind of was like when we were talking about um, like who's going to be able to get the access to, right? Even like there's so, there's so every. Not every, a lot of formerly incarcerated people are going to come out and say, my shit needs to be a book. My shit needs to be a movie. Right. And so, right. So like Frankie said, like, that's just like, so, and what if Dottie feels that like she's doing it on this like low level and it's not getting anywhere. And so remember you were saying that within the Irish and Dottie's relationship there's like this thing that they're both like like you like you were saying that like irish also has a stake in Dottie making it Mm -hmm. and that's when frankie you also saying it like yeah like why don't we just say the shit like why don't like why like play with it like why don't we just like say those hard things sometimes like say without saying it but you know within that space so that's like the thing that like helps her to open up, like, to really get to, like, somewhere that she can, you know, have success. Does that make sense, kind of, what we were... Okay, remember when we was on the Zoom call, you were, like, the Irish... Oh, go ahead, Frankie. Are you saying that, like, stuff where in the like doing all the things like trying to get the Instagram trying to do the thing isn't getting any traction and then she sees an opportunity whether it's Irish or whoever where she's like oh you should use me 
being black and formerly incarcerated for your shit and I'll use you to get this thing that I can't get going on my own. Like saying the thing that nobody, like you were saying, like no one's like, cause I think you were pitching like when we were doing the old version, having like the agent be like, whatever about Dottie being like for Irish being like, use Dottie to help with the snafu or whatever. But you're saying more like, in this version, I think. Are you saying this my, on the right track or no? Yeah, because remember when you, because we were all talking at the, you know, Shop was like, you know, I don't really even care if they're like really friends, like the Irish and the Dottie character, but they're, they're, they both have a stake within their space. It was a snack food. Hmm, go ahead. I almost feel like we don't even need to really worry about those like little stories or whatever at this point, only because. It kind of feels like we have, we've gone in a different direction. Like even if we keep the Irishy kind of character, like midway or the end of season one as like an access point, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Like we don't even know yet. I feel like because we have like this this like incredible first season world with Jamie Lee Curtis and this beautiful mixed daughter who's like everyone's like, how do I be like her? And she's like. I don't want to have anything to do with any of you guys. And then this sort of like taste of celebrity fame, sort of scrappy shit. Like that is so much to figure out for a pitch already. And then we can have like areas for season two and season three. Be like, we got to play it out, guys. It's bubble. It's like, you know, a couple sentences. But then what we really have to do after all of those sort of things, I feel like, is like, because if we're not going to write the pilot to give a sense of tone, then we have to like pitch the pilot yep. in the pitch. So, do you see what I'm saying? Yes, like, totally. Okay. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. See what you're saying, and you're right. I think you're right. So you want to really jump into the pilot, I think. Well, even if we're like, even like, I feel like okay. So we're we 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 are we are so excited. We have all these ideas, and maybe Jazz is you're writing this, and I know we're recording it too, right? Mm-hmm. In case we miss it, but like. Maybe, or even on the board, it's like, what do we know about season one? What do we know about season two? What do we know about season three? And focusing the most details from your life that are funny, that'll get people being like, oh shit, only someone who lived through this could write this. Um, like those funny stories. Yeah, agreed. And like, I think that's okay, a good idea. Wanna... I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, great. Digging deeper but into to, the but, yeah. but to your point, London, that's exactly what we want to say. It just might not be like, this happens with Irish. Exactly. It might be like, You'll see what happens. Get... You'll see it. Exactly. Yeah. You'll see it. Okay. Like, it'll, it'll... Ow. Damn, I just scratched myself. Really hard. Uh, what was that saying? So I think it's just like season one. And then we'll just take it. We'll write it. Take a photo. Then season two. We'll write it, you know. We'll just... You can even like... You know, like... We'll just plow through it okay. and then like erase okay, it. Okay, I'm gonna try my. Okay. Actually, so well, like, Jasmine we, has notes from what she. So we yeah, can yeah, just yeah. put those on the board for now to start. Yeah. Um, okay, here's what we know. Okay. Job, mm-hmm. which is. But I. Yeah. Also, wait, before that, I just. Because I do feel like. Like, can we just say. I don't know if this is helpful, but like, we know. Can we just say, like, episode one, it's like. Um, it's like a Safdie Brothers tense 
will she or will she not get out of prison episode? Mm-hmm. And then we can fill out the details of that because it feels like... Well, I think, I think yeah. first maybe get down what we know about seasons and then do Something. the pilot and then do the pilot okay. and make that okay, okay, be okay. its own thing, I think. Great. You know? That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so job, social justice center. Yeah. Home. We're saying we think maybe if it starts in the halfway house, eventually because of the ticking clock, uh, Sabina, her boss at the social justice center, offers her a spot at her house. Um, Sabina's boyfriend story, just put that up there because we can fill that out. Remember those dudes she would date? <laughs> Obviously, you remember because you lived it. So we should put that up there. <laughs> um, Sabina's daughter. Do we have a name for her? Yeah. We'll just call her who she is right now. We'll change it later. Sure. So just Zenobia. Yeah. Uh, same. Um, and I think put that, you know, Sabina wants uh, Dottie to mentor her, and that Dottie wants Sabina to mentor her. <laughs> Sabina wants so. So 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 Sabina wants Dot wants Dottie to mentor Zenobia. Yes. And Dottie wants Zenobia to mentor her. Okay. Everyone wants Zenobia or Zenobia? And, a Zenobia. Zenobia. And and maybe and this put a question mark after Sabina wants Dottie. Like okay. wants her, you know, she might. Do we want to put on like selling wigs, selling travel insurance, or I mean, selling like all the things that you tried to do first to like scheme and be scrappy? I don't know. Like, I think I think I think wait on it because like I think we should sort of think about when the job comes into play. And kind of what's happening with her before that happens. And then, you know. I think there's something interesting about, like, hustling, making ends meet, 20 bucks a day, 50 bucks a day, and then getting the job at the social justice center. Kind of what you said mm-hmm. last night. Like, 40K a year. Like, right. I'm good. And then getting to the disenchantment. Well, did you... You didn't get 40K a year, like, to start. I'm assuming you did, like, it started... Were you hired immediately, or was it, like, a... Like, you started out interning or volunteering? Oh, you started with, like, the stipends, right? Yeah, I started with the stipends, but that was only, like, two weeks. Like, the girls in there, it was, like, a policy position. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know shit about policy. But anyway, I filled it out, and I got the job. So I I was making, like, $300, and then I went to 40K. But that still was, like... No, that's a major jump, but I do think, like, maybe it's, like, you know... Because we still forgot about Beaver, you know what I'm saying? Like, if in fact she did get some kind of window, she did have some other job that she lost, right? You know, so now she's like, what am I gonna do? Maybe it's the maybe it's the wig, some kind of hustling, right? We figure out how she encounters Sabina, you know, Um, and then she maybe starts off interning or like this in a sort of sort of stipend level, but she's so, you know charismatic 
that's when you start to get that fame starting the bubble kind of thing. Gets offered a full time position, 40k. You know, I don't know like if we got to figure out. Because she also then moves in with Sabina. It's like, that's kind of a lot for somebody to do for you off top. Like, yeah, I'm going to give you a raise and you can stay with me. That might be a bit of a leap too far. So you got to figure out, like, how we thread it, thread it you know. Um, but we know ultimately, right? Like, we want her living with, uh, or do we? Do we need her living there? I don't know. I think we do. I, I okay. want to ask just pitching. Yeah. It's just like, uh, does Sabina have to be the ED? Like, can she just be someone that works? Like, she doesn't have to be... Oh. Uh, like, that's how oh, it kind of was. Oh, got you. And then, too, so people can feel, like, the pressure of it. Got you. Like, 40K is, like, a come up. Like, she thinks she goes to 300 to 40K. Right. But then they, she goes... What happened was, then I go... That day, literally, in that evening... To go get a crib. And they're like, okay. No, I went to a, a housing thing, right? And mm -hmm. how felons, you know, this and the other. And they're like, well, first of all, you need to understand the economy. If you're making anything lower than 100, I think it was like in 30, 130, you're considered poor in, in the Bay. And mm -hmm. I was like, well, you know, I'm hella poor, right? And so... Then that's actually when I started hustling. It was this job. Oh. Then I was going in my car and on during break and doing my videos. Then I was like, hey, girl, you want to lose some weight? And then I was like, hey, you want to go to Mexico? Like, it was... that. We should follow that through. That's just... That makes sense. It happened, too. Yeah. And I think that's... I think you're absolutely right about her not being the executive director. Because then it could be you get a raise. I'm sorry. I got to take this call. So my mom's... 